There's a hundred or more episodes of this kid's show. It's somebody's job to recap it. But the obvious problem for our group of co-hosts is going on too many tangents. Like maybe watching TikToks and Cord Dog Yummy Yummy or finding all our superpowers. Mentioning the times that Candace can test lit or playing a game for an hour. Giving nosy points, going to Twitter jail or laying some kind of egg. Reading and studying, running like Naruto or Vent and Fake when a pig. As you can see, there's a whole lot of stuff to say before this show is done. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. So stick with us, cause what you're doing, Pod, is gonna have some fun. Mom! Felipe, Will, and Navi are making a podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Phineas and Ferb's favorite podcast. What you doing? And listen, <laughs> we're changing forgot, it up. Yes, change <laughs> it up. We are here. What you doing? Uh, your favorite Phineas and Ferb recap podcast. And let me introduce the squad. First things first. I am your friend Felipe, and I'm not alone. I am joined by your bully William. William, how are you doing today? Is that is that in reference to my my facial expression whenever you change the intro? Um, I I think you I I could have gotten away with it if we weren't on a video call. If it wasn't for <laughs> you meddling kids and your mustache, you, you you didn't you didn't do the Isabella impression, and I uh, oh up. I didn't even realize that. Listen, we spent like forty minutes talking, and I forgot how to do my podcast. Yeah, um, but we're here. Uh, so we got your friends, we got your bullies, and we got our Irving Navi. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Uh, got a uh, peace tea, green tea, naturally flavored with uh, honey. So uh, I, I'm I'm living the real the real ones. I, I don't know. It's it's been a hot minute. I haven't podcasted in a while. In in anticipation for your favorite podcast, doing Who's My Honey this week? Oh yes, I actually really enjoyed Who's My Honey. It was I love the first round. I've only listened to the first round. Um, mm-hmm. My take is that Akiva stresses me out in the way he plays games <laughs> because he's both like trying to cheat the system, but also asking questions the that aren't questions. relevant. Yeah. <laughs> and I was very much like with Rob, I was like, A, I'm here for the vibes of the game. B, ask good questions, but- Yeah, ask uh, open-ended questions. I love Akiva. It's no disrespect to him, but he stressed me out <laughs> listening to this episode. You can tell he's not an interviewer for a living. <laughs> yeah i mean i am curious about what their favorite foods are just not in the context of this game when i'm trying to deduce who their who their honey is but yes we are not here to talk about renap uh although you might not realize that from how many times we bring it up we are here to talk about two episodes of phineas and ferb that in my opinion were mid um we got uh what's this thing do is that the name what of the do it do what do it do what and do atlantis do? not do? atlantis square pantis the much better atlantis episode if you're asking me um oh someone someone's asking just wait uh that's a tease for the the uh feedback part of this podcast oh that's exciting um i gotta log into the to the what you do an account because i got it don't mind sure. okay um so wh- who who's recapping what do we do is that me or is that Navi? Uh I took notes for Atlantis. Okay, I'm doing what do we do the more mid episode. Um let me get my notes out. Uh 
shout out to the Phineas and Ferb wiki because I forgot I was taking notes for this episode. So those are my notes. Um, y'all, first things first, before we even get into this episode, we need to revive the Candace Gaslight Watch mm-hmm. for this specific episode. Mm-hmm. The Linda Gaslight Watch? Or it's both. also both. Because Linda gaslighted Candace while she was being gaslit by Lawrence and yeah. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, I, Lawrence is innocent here. Hold on. Mm, I don't know. He's he's not caring about his wife. They asked him, hey, did you build this thing in the front yard? And he said, yes, I did. Because he did. Sorry, I was muted for a second. You couldn't hear me? My bad. Yeah, no, he... I don't know, but he should have still, like, his wife was frantic on the phone. He should have, like, said, okay, he had, class. He was given a presentation. He was He should busy. have taken a minute, been like, listen, she, class, she I need a, to step outside for two seconds. She is a grown-ass adult. She is a parent of three. She can she can take care of things in her own home. She doesn't need him. He, on, on the biggest day of his career? How do you know it's the biggest day of his career? I don't know. He's given a it presentation. Looked, the biggest day of his career professor. we've seen. Okay. Maybe he's a college uh, professor, and this is his daily. But he could have taken one minute to be like, "Listen, I gotta take this phone call. Can I step outside?" And then he could have heard her not, and been like, "Not in the middle of a presentation." Listen, sometimes you gotta be a little less professional because other people's lives are at stake. He didn't know that her life was not at stake. He just knew she was stressed. Anyways, Will, do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna uh, defend your boy Lawrence a little more while I fix something audio-wise? Uh, I could just pause the recording. Pause it. Okay, I'm going to make some really loud claps. Thank you, Will. But yeah, no, I'm kind of like, you can be a a kind human to go talk to Linda for two seconds on the phone and see how urgent it is. Because if it's an urgent matter, like, if she was in a car accident, Lawrence would leave that most professional day of his life, right? Yeah, but I think, like, if it's something that serious, you can text and be like, hey, this is something that serious. I don't think this was something that serious. Mm-hmm. No, I think Linda that. was exaggerating. Sorry. Um, anyways, so let's get into the episode. Okay. Uh, Lawrence is outside putting up a bird feeder in a house on a tree. He presses a button, and the house opens, decides that it doesn't do what he wanted it to do but it leaves. What was the purpose of this? Was it just like filler? I think it was, well, because later, whenever Linda asks, did you build this machine? He can say, yes, I did, because he thought she was talking about the bird feeder. Yeah. I think it also shows where where Ferb gets some of his mechanical skills, too. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely does. Uh, Have you ever been birdhouse people? No. What what, What do you think? I mean, it is some white people nonsense, so there's a chance it was Will, but... Uh, no, I, I, so. I, I have never made a birdhouse. Never made a birdhouse in your life? Nope. Not no, once, not never. I think I painted a birdhouse, but I don't think it was, like, for us. I don't remember what the purpose was for that. Well, it's probably for the birds. No, for my purpose was for doing so. Hmm. Um, anyways, Phineas and Ferber watching a program on reverse engineering... And they learn about what it is and how it works. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Phineas also asks where Perry is. And 
uh, Major Monogram then asks where Perry is to Carl. Um, and uh, Carl says he came early and Perry was already on his mission. So they decided to go home. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do the Perry and the Phineas and Ferb plot. Well, like Major Perry. Monogram got to go home, but then Carl was like, can I go home too? And he's like, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> Disrespect, honestly. Um, all of a sudden, I got really hungry, y'all. So mm-hmm. I wish I had a cookout to order, but I don't. So mm-hmm. we'll eat some cookout for me. Um, and then, so I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to do the Perry and the Phineas and Ferb plots together this week, as opposed to separating them, because I think they're very connected. Um, mm-hmm. So Perry is on Doofenshmirtz's hover jet. They're fighting, and Perry gets caught in one of the traps that were set. Um, and he set many traps on this air jet. So uh, that's a tease for later. And Doofenshmirtz tells him about one of his, his very first dates with Linda Flynn. Is this the first time that we ever find out that Doof and Linda dated? I think this is the first time we get it, but it's a very iconic subplot. Yes, because, mm-hmm. I mean, there were so many fan theories that Doofus versus Phineas' his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Disproven fan theories, mind you. By Dan Pogmeyer, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I think it's to be fan theories. but um, Yeah, I mean, they're, they're theories, but yeah. they're not uh, 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 true. Yeah. Or canonical. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so Linda sneaks into the back of Doofenshmirtz's trunk so they can go to a drive-in without having to pay Linda's ticket, just pay Doofenshmirtz. And then they were going to split for par- split parking. And Linda was like, hmm, I don't know about that. Um, and so they end up in the car. Doof still has his braces on. And this album by Zanzibar starts playing in Linda's like, turn it up, turn it up. And she wants to hear it in stereo, and the stereo breaks. So, uh, yes, Will? Well, I was, I was this uh, song by Zanzibar is the same, the same song that Phineas and Ferb were listening to earlier. Yes. The, the reverse engineering song. Uh, well, the, the car breaks because uh, uh, Stephen Schwartz was using his, his like, uh, drive-in movie thing, right? Yeah, he wants fifth of... 5D sound, right? Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's what he does. Um, uh, he also mentions that uh, when Linda says that she wants to be a pop star, Doofenshmirtz is like, well, I will take over the world. And she said, you should start small. Try to take over the tri-state area, which he continues to do. And Doofenshmirtz tells Perry, I mean, she did become a, um, a pop star, ironically. Um, yeah. So he ends up uh, tripping on one of his traps and knocking his latest machine into Phineas and Ferb's house in the front yard. Um, so what do we think of the machine, though, like, w- design-wise? I don't know what it was supposed to do. It didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like that Ben 10 alien upgrade. <laughs> you <all> remember? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to mention that. I didn't know mm-hmm. if anyone else would appreciate it. Thank you, Navi, for laughing at my joke. Um, Candace sees the machine and she's like, Phineas and Ferb built this. She's like, mom, 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 uh, to see what the boys made. And Linda calls them and is like, what did you make here? And Phineas is like, we didn't make it, but we want to know what it does. And Linda's like, don't touch the machine. So Phineas and Ferb make a duplicate in the backyard to reverse engineer it because that is the theme of the episode. Meanwhile, we get to Linda calling Lawrence in panic in the middle of his presentation about the history of Whiskershire and Cheddarton. Um, 
So she's like, what is the thing in the garden? And Lauren says that he made it. Ah, that's why they had the bird feeder. Okay. <laughs> I saw the episode twice. I'm like, what's the purpose of this bird feeder? <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, it came to me. Uh, see, uh, she's like, don't touch the red button. And he's like, but I got to go. And cuts Linda off. And Linda is frantic. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. oh, did anyone want to jump in? No, go ahead. Uh, Doofish Mertz is still in his trap and they're flying off course and he presses a button to release Perry uh, because they're about to crash into Mount Kilimanjaro. Um, but so Perry, Perry steers the, the flight to the different direction and uh, Perry falls into another trap um, and Doofish Mertz says that his ship has many traps as a golf course. Um, and then Phineas invites friends, bullies, Irving, to mm-hmm. see what the thing does. What are we calling this thing? Um, well, it, it turns out to be like a like a anti romancinator or something. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what you I don't I don't I don't know that it ever officially had a name. Yeah, for sure. Um so I mean I'm just gonna call it the upgrade lovers. <laughs> That's okay. the, that's also our hashtag, upgrade lovers. Mm. Hashtag upgrade lovers. Do you think that could be a problematic hashtag? I don't know. You can I'll I'll check it. I'll check it. Okay. My big question is that did the one uh machine did it always did I'm assuming she uh did they have always have like an eyelash or would did that just show up when the other machine showed up to sweep it off its feet, I guess. Interesting question. Yeah, I I think it was just afterwards, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, no one the romance subplot came out of literally nowhere. It felt very like adult swim, so I kind of yeah. appreciate it from that aspect. Yeah. For sure. I I don't remember where the eyelash came in, I gotta be honest. Um Yeah, I think it was at the end. It was a cute little touch. But also, they could have both been non-eyelash. We don't need like to gender the robots that are mm-hmm. above. So I mean, eyelashes are famously something that only females have. Yes, I've got famously. no eyelashes right here. You can't see them. Yeah, you have a mustache though. So you could maybe like one day shave the mustache off and put it on your eyes. Mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever shave the mustache or no? Uh, I have no immediate plans to. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even recognize you without the mustache. I've only I known mean, you with mustache. Yeah, yeah I, I believe the EATV logo has a you without the mustache. It does, yeah, because I, uh, I didn't grow my mustache until I moved to North Carolina. Yeah, definitely. definitely you can shave it out. It's part of your look. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm verging on two years since the last time I shaved it. It was it was June of 2020 last time I shaved it. The last time you shaved? Yeah. Or I I mean like the last time I I didn't have a mustache was June. Ah, uh, okay. Was it like a pandemic decision or was it just like uh, I was I was uh, officiating a friend's wedding and they didn't know me as a mustache guy. So I was like, "Hey, do you want me to shave my mustache for your wedding uh, because I'm going to be in all your wedding photos?" And they were like, "Yes, please." But you were growing it out previously? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I started growing it uh, like 
September of 20, uh, 2019, September 2019, kept it around until June 2020, shaved it in June 2020, and then haven't shaved it since then. Yes. Okay. This is definitely going in the promo that we talk about Will's mustache. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the end, uh, they are trying to figure out what it does. They had the song, What Do It Do? Um, what did you all think of the song? I, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Big fan of New Wave. Mm, yeah it's another thing where like the lyrics were like very like uh what's the word i'm thinking inspired mm-hmm. um but like i don't know there's like something that wasn't clicking compared to like their banger bangers mm-hmm. like it's not a top tier song by any means for me mm-hmm. i thought it was fun i i really enjoyed it it's one that uh gets stuck in my head do you remember it oh yeah i re- uh this first half of the episode i remembered a lot the whole like reverse engineering. Oh, see, I only remembered the the Duke and Linda stuff. Yeah, I were I remembered uh, all of it, and then I remembered uh, they went to Atlantis. I, I did didn't. Not I the plot. did not remember Atlantis at all, but I Ooh. but I remembered all of what do it do? What do it do, baby? Anyways, Belgian and Isabella are having a romantic dinner, and Belgian is like, oh, "Do you think it's meant to be?" And Isabella's like, "You ran into that chair so mm-hmm. fast." Um, so Belgique is also a sim for Isabella. Um, mm-hmm. and then the machine picks up the candle and is about to destroy it because uh, we find out that Phineas realizes that it's an anti romantic machine. Uh, Phineas tells the robot to put the candle down and it listens to him. Uh, then everyone decides that it's anti romance. So Linda is still outside. And she's calling Lawrence about the machine. And Candace is like, this is how I feel when you don't believe me about the boys. So you can't just keep calling because you don't listen when I call you. you got to go get Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, and Linda's like, and then Candace also goes on this tangent that like, you think I'm cuckoo bananas every time that I say something like this. And this is like exactly how I feel. And Linda's like, listen, Candace, we don't have time for your nonsense. We have to find out what this machine, like what is happening. Um, so Linda pulls Lawrence off the stage and he asks if anyone has questions and the whole audience has a question. Um, Harry escapes from his trap once again and he puts the sep- pulls the scepter from the statue of Earl of Whiskershire, which is what Lawrence was talking about uh, in his presentation, to activate all the traps and steer the hover jet again. Uh, then Perry throws the scepter out of the jet and it hits the machine in the front yard right on the red button um, while... Candace is talking to Stacy about how she's going to bust the boys finally because Linda realizes uh, what the feelings are like. Um, the machine floats up, covers the market made in the grass, and flies to the back of the house where it finds the duplicate. They fall in love. They fly off into the sky just as Linda and Lawrence get out of the car. Candace is trying to show Linda Phineas and Fur's machine, but they see them flying off to the sky. She goes up and she's like, Ugh. And then Isabella wonders why anyone would build a device to destroy romance in the first place. And Ferb says that if the human heart undergoes reverse engineering, love and gross, mushy red stuff are bound to be discovered. And everyone's like, yep. Um, so, yeah, that's the episode. Uh, yeah, the, uh, Candace was singing about the, the busting feeding frenzy, stay out of the water. Yes, that, that was a funny scene where, like, that, uh, that, Lawrence is like, do you see what's happening? And Linda's like, do you see what's happening? And it's like, it, yeah, that's freaky. And it's Candace mm-hmm. dancing to the busted beat and frenzy. Um, there were uh, Navi. Do you want to give your thoughts on this episode 
first before I go into a long, long tirade. Not tirade, but I've got lots of things to say about this episode. Okay. Well, I thought the episode was perfectly fine. I you think that with a concept like this, it would grab my attention more, but I just didn't vibe with it as much as I thought I would. Um, but yeah, well, go ahead with your thoughts. I think you have more interesting things to say. On this well, side. I think there, I think there are a lot of subtle things that make this episode great. Um, one is the fact that like we didn't get the um, like conclusion of what Doofenshmirtz's plan was, mm-hmm. uh, but like there's enough there that we can put the pieces together. That we, so we get the backstory that he had the bad first date at the drive-in movie, and then he says while they're on the the plane he's like oh well they're about to reopen this drive-in theater and then after that his big machine falls off the plane um whenever we find out eight minutes later that the machine was actually there as like an anti-romance machine the plan the whole time was to take the anti-romance machine to the to the place where he had a bad first date i think that's very cool I think that's mm-hmm. like a, it, it's a very Doofenshmirtzian plan uh, that he didn't outright say what it was, uh, but but after knowing what we know, we we can figure out what it was. I think that's very yeah, funny. yeah, no, for sure. And it just uh, makes the whole like it just sweeping the eyelashed one off its feet just that much more funnier. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I love the like all of his lines about how he had so many traps on his on his plane he was like it's it's got so many traps and then like five minutes later while he was stuck in a trap he's like more than a golf course a golf course has a lot of traps that that line made me laugh a lot uh and then if i could go into a nerd corner for a second absolutely uh so we talk a lot about like you know where the hell is danville um he would, but I think really in this episode, it's like how fast is this plane? Yeah, uh, because it's super fast. they started in Danville, but then we're going to crash into Mount Kilimanjaro, but then ended up in the English village that that uh, uh, Lawrence was talking about. Funny thing about. Do, do either of you two know this is the nerd corner bit? Do either of you know the country that Mount Kilimanjaro is in? Tanzania. It's in Tanzania. And do you know what else is in Tanzania? Today's Wordle or Worldle? The the island region of Zanzibar. Zanzibar is in yes. Tanzania. So the the band that sings the song is named Zanzibar. That's Zanzibar why is a place I would like to go to. That's why they even had Mount Kilimanjaro in this episode was as a callback to its own episode that Zanzibar was the name of the band, which in itself I found out is a callback to an episode of Rocco's Modern Life that Dan Povenmire and Swampy Marsh won uh, an award for. Yes. Uh, So all of those things I think are very cool. Mm -hmm. Tanzania is also today's world old. If anyone plays world old. Thanks for spoiling it. I mean, it's three days late for it's just for you and Navi. I'm sorry if I spoiled it for you. I don't know. If, I didn't even know you played Worldle. I do sometimes. Okay. Um, but I I actually like this episode a lot. Can I can I just say that Doofenshmirtz's jet was automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, and funky fresh. Mm-hmm. One two step. There you go. 
Yes. Um, Navi, do you have any thoughts on the episode? I know we'll ask, but like anything based on what he just added? Uh, no, I, I, I appreciate like Will adding that context. Uh, I think when we get to the ratings, my rating hasn't changed, but I think it was an interesting tidbits that we've learned. I appreciate the the kind of different approach to this episode than normal. Like it was a reverse engineered episode. On, like in terms of like the style I like the shakeup but I don't know the episode didn't grip me I watched it twice and I was just like kind of bored both times if that makes sense despite like all the interesting things that were going on I just like couldn't bring myself to like enjoy it but also maybe it was the headspace both times I watched this episode sure but, like, I would think that, like, if you t- take two stabs at it and neither of them hit, then there might be something with the episode. I don't know. Uh, anyways, do we want to head to a musical break? Let's do it. Musical break. What you gonna do when you don't know what it do? Do, 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 do. It's way too big to be a buckle and too bland to be a belly. everyone so now we're going to talk about atlantis not atlantis square pants it's atlantis just atlantis um have either of you wanted to go to atlantis um i think it seems too stressful that's fair that's fair i've never been scuba diving i think i'm afraid of scuba diving yeah i don't know i don't want to get i don't want to get the bends the bends what's that it's when uh, you uh, come up from the depths too quickly and the, the air pressure like fucks with your lungs uh, and you like your lungs like explode because you came up too fast. So you die. Yeah. Okay. Or I, 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 I think. Let me, I don't I'll, want that either. I, I would prefer a different kind of Benz, maybe a Mercedes Benz. No, uh, like B-E-N-D. Oh... Uh... That kind of yeah, reminds me of uh, the twisties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I'm I uh, the the bends they call it decompression sickness. Um, I would like no. to try snorkeling and maybe scuba diving if I was on the Amazing Race and they like did it some cool task. But um, yeah, I I love the water though. I am a water person. Uh, this, I'm still waiting for my phone call to play Percy Jackson. Um, but yeah, Navi. Uh, no, I'm anti-water. I'm anti. Uh, okay, 
things. Follow up to Navi. Would you do you like reading about Atlantis? Like adventure stories set in Atlantis. Yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, I really like the Lost uh, uh, Empire of Atlantis movie from Disney. Like, remember liking that movie? Oh, did you watch the sequel too? Uh, no, I don't believe I've watched the sequel. Speaking of nerding, uh, Milo is a nerd. That that blue woman, so hot. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, Cheetah? I won't even apo- Yes. Very hot woman. So I lied in that your your lungs don't explode, but you do get a lot of little like tiny gas bubbles inside your body. It's a whole thing. Ooh. I think whenever I was at uh, so uh, whenever I was at uh, Disney World, they were ha- they had some uh, like um, commemorative um, what do they call them ornaments, Christmas ornaments, uh, and they had like a whole. Um, anniversary series of them that was like oh it's the five-year anniversary of this movie it's the 15-year anniversary of the first cars movie it's uh the 35th anniversary of this it's all these things and i think they had a uh this a woman from atlantis christmas ornament because it's the 20th anniversary of that movie coming out Ooh, yeah um i have Disney World uh, aspirations with all of my podcast co-hosts, like, mm-hmm. uh, and I just want to go drink around the world with Will. That's my aspiration with oh, Will. Yeah. Uh, with Navi, I want to go to uh, Fantasyland for book time with the princesses. I know Na- Navi will never leave the hotel if she ever goes to Disney World. She will just stay in the uh, in the hotel reading her books, but. Uh, that that is my aspiration. If like I if like if I went to Disney World with different calls, this is like the number one thing I would want to do with them. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, Navi, what were you gonna say before I interrupted? I forgot. We can we can move on. From uh, this. Uh, you don't want to go read fairy tales with the princesses? Uh, no, I'm capable of reading by myself. Thank you very much. I know that, but <laughs> I mean, the, if your eyes ever get tired. Uh, I, I'm good. I, I, I don't like going to these places because there's too many people. <laughs> I, I know you wouldn't go, but like, I'm just like, because I, I actually would want to go to Disney World with Will one day. But like, mm-hmm. I, I do have like, if I were to go, I played this game like the other night. Like if I went to Disney World with my friends, what would be the number one thing I would want to do there with them? And I thought for Navi, I mean, there's story time activities, so we could do that. Even though like, I know Navi would never set foot in an amusement park by her own free will i mean people have to drag me to places as is like within my own like even within winnipeg my cousin's like okay fine we're going to this place you better be ready i swear to god i'm like fine so you're there's no way you're getting me out (laughs) i was looking at the um the analytics for the we want to be famous like before we recorded with autumn a couple like last week just like because we had (laughs) just launched the feed and i was like oh there are three downloads on this feed so far one is from California. One is from uh, Oklahoma, where Autumn lives. And then one is from Manitoba. And I was like, I bet that's Navi. Uh, no, actually, it's not. I haven't listened to it yet because I want oh, to watch it. Oh, it's not listened? With- oh, okay. It wasn't listened. It was just downloads. Okay, yeah, I have it downloaded. Yeah. Because um, I, I want to watch along with you guys like yeah. I did with Ang in there. So. Yeah, we're going kind of faster than Ang in there. <laughs> We're, yeah. we're already five episodes deep, but like, uh, I, it's a fun series to re- rewatch. But that's not the series rewatch that we're talking about. 
on this podcast, we're talking mm-hmm. about Phineas and Ferb and Atlantis. And we went on so many tangents. So I'll take a sip of water so y'all can get through some of this plot. All right. So it's a beach episode, which is very exciting. Um, so Linda has taken uh, her kids and uh, Phineas and Ferb's friends, which and, Keith, and Irving <laughs> and, and Irving, I guess, um, to the beach. Um, I know this is a later line. Sorry, I interrupted again. But when Irving said that they stopped for gas and Irving just hopped in, I was like, oh. <laughs> it's so sad. I think Irving needs friends. I related yeah. to Irving. I wouldn't be a stalker, but I, I was like, oh, sometimes I'm lonely to Irving. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Linda asks, uh, points out to Candace that there's going to be a sand castle, castle contest and that she should consider signing up. But she, Candace is like, I'm not even going to bother. Like, Phineas and Ferb are going to blow me out of the water with whatever they make. Um, but Phineas and Ferb have other plans for their beach trip. They're going to find the lost city of Atlantis because apparently they figured out that it's just off the shore of Danville. So they're like, hey, might as well go find the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very convenient. Yeah. Um, so the kids are in like their like uh, snorkeling gear, I guess, or I guess scuba diving gear, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're going off to uh, find Atlantis. And of course, Linda it doesn't believe them. She's just like, okay, have fun, I guess. Um, and uh, Candace decides she's gonna join the uh, sand cancel castle competition once she realizes that Jeremy is the judge of it. And so, would you end up entering a contest like this if your crush was judging it? Because I would actually be the opposite. I'm like, well, I don't want to make something terrible that my crush isn't gonna like. But yeah, and Candace had this thought too. Whenever her sand castle was shitty, she was like, "Oh, he's gonna hate me because I made a bad sand castle." Well, like, why why did you enter in the first place? I guess I guess maybe she had more confidence in herself. But yeah, I would I would be the same way. I would not want to enter. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to the kids, they're now underwater where they're trying to find um some of the uh I, I get where Atlantis is, and they find like a bunch of random stuff or so I thought it was random when I watched the episode. When I looked onto the Wikipedia, they end up like it turns out they like run into the titanic amelia earhart's uh plane and like yeah the they they died. mentioned they mentioned that it was amelia earhart's plane yeah yeah, yeah i didn't that on my initial watch there mm-hmm. and there was like poseidon's tomb or something like that mm-hmm. what was triton no triton mentions i feel like triton is often a common note person is triton the same thing as poseidon let me google that i think triton's ariel's dad mm-hmm no, yeah, Triton I, mythology. Triton is the Greek god of the sea, the son of Poseidon and Amphitrite. There um, you go. So, I mean, he's like a low tier, like okay, but he's not like made up. He's also a Libyan lake god. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you think Rick Riordan is gonna do uh, other expansions? Like he already did the Norse one. He did the Egyptian one. Uh, after the Greek one, I don't know. I mean, there's like a lot of like Asian mythology he could tap into, perhaps. Yeah, and indigenous as well, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyways, continue. 
Yeah, so uh, they're on their way to uh, find Atlantis. And like, at one point, Bulgy asks Buford uh, why it's always warm, like whenever he's right beside him. And Buford's just like, uh, which I mm-hmm. thought was really funny. Um, and then when they get to Atlantis, Irving uh, tries to take pictures, but an eel just takes his camera. So then Phineas is just like, hey, you can just use your memory to take pictures. But he kind of takes that a bit too literally, which I thought was fun. Yeah. Um, Imagination. Yeah. They do eventually find Atlantis and they sing a song about it, which I did not like think this was like the specific genre they would go for when singing about Atlantis, but I yeah. want to get your guys' takes on it. I also, I also liked it. I the, love the song. It was, it was uh, like totally unexpected. Um, but yeah, it, it, it like you expect some big, grand, majestic song, and it's like this um, musical theater patter song or something. Yeah. Um, I am going to find some of the lyrics because I remember loving it. It's so annoying that they don't have lyrics. Here. Oh, on the okay, wiki? Found that. They have it on the Disney wiki. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I clicked an ad accidentally. Uh, Atlantis, submerged city. A click. Uh, in the waterlogged city. That was so catchy. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after they sing the song about how they found Atlantis, uh, they decide, hey, why don't we bring up Atlantis uh, above the water so that uh, people can see, hey, you know, Atlantis actually exists. Question for Uh, you both. Were you expecting there to be like Atlantis natives in this episode? Because I didn't remember. I remember they went to Atlantis um, and I remember they found Atlantis, but I didn't remember if there were Atlantis natives. I didn't remember other specifics of the episode. Um, I did not remember Irving was just in this episode. Uh, I was expecting them to interact with the natives in some capacity, but maybe I was just like with my Atlantis for Panthers mindset. Can, yeah. Uh, for it, I, yeah, I think it would have needed to be a longer episode in order to do that. I think. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I didn't remember them interacting with people. Um, I just assumed they just found the abandoned city and then, you know, from there. And it turns out I was right when I went back to watch the episode. So um, so anyway, we're back up at the Sandcastle contest. Um, and Candace sees all these other contestants making like these giant castles that are very like well molded, I guess. And like hers and Linda's are just like, like melty. I guess would be the right word for it. Um, I don't know how else to describe it. Um, and then Jeremy comes up to um, Candace's uh, castle and Linda's castle. Um, and he's about to, you know, go and judge it. But then he ends up not seeing their shitty castle and ends up mm-hmm. seeing the Atlantis that uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, Phineas and Ferb bring up. And there he's like, you won. And then Linda's like, oh, I guess he can't set aside your, his feelings for you and give you, like, the best, the, uh, the top prize. Mm-hmm. Um, Can also, I ask a scientific question to Will and Navi? Sure. Sure. Can balloons float in the water? Like, can you, like, <laughs> that was my question watching this. I was like, this is logistically possible. Um, you've seen... Uh, uh... Up? Yes, of course. Well, like... You know, like a um, like a floaty. 
Yes. Are those with helium? Well, they're with air. Okay. And the reason they float is because air is lighter than water. True. Okay, but if you And the reason why helium balloons float in in air is because helium is lighter than air. Okay. So the yeah. helium will be also lighter than the water. But yeah. if you fill it up at the bottom of the ocean, will it float? Uh, I'm, I mean, the helium will still be lighter than okay. the water even down there. Yeah. See, this is why I studied communications, because I can write a paper, but I can't do science. There you go. Mm-hmm. The more you know. The more yeah. you know. Take a yeah. look in a book. Sorry. Um, Navi, go no, ahead. carry on. We wanted to hear your full cover of that song. <laughs> no, but you don't have my floating head in the background. Okay. Are you, are you aware of the TikTok trend, Navi? I, I'm barely on TikTok. See, that's why it's like, I think I knew Will would appreciate it, but. Yeah, um, there's a TikTok trend and I uh, did a wand off of that song. Yes. Season 41. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the, uh, my favorite was the Little John one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Navi. Okay, just to sort of cap off this plot here, um, Atlantis just randomly just drops back into um the sea the balloons that carried them up end up popping uh we definitely won't learn why this is the case in the b plot um but that's basically the candace uh and Phineas and Ferb plot so what do we think about this overall i thought it was fun i uh i thought it was all right yeah no i had fun watching uh again it kind of went in one ear out the other i won't remember this episode in two weeks mm-hmm. but uh, I like yeah. I liked the bit where uh, Irving's trying to take pictures of everything, and like, Phineas is like, "You've got the best camera ever. It's the human brain." See, that's me like podcasting in the streets with people being like thinking I'm Billy on the street, but I'm actually mm-hmm. just like in my head. <laughs> All right, are we ready for the Perry and Duth plot then? Yeah, absolutely, positively. All right, so this, the B plot here starts off with Perry just uh, going into some musician's guitar case to get to the lair, which I thought was really funny. And also the musician was um, sort of doing like an acoustic version of Perry's theme, which I thought was really good, cool. Um, And when he gets to the, maybe he probably is. Well, the the plant is later in the. the, That's what I was setting it up for the punchline. Thank you, Will. Uh Um, but, uh, Perry goes into the lair and Carl ends up greeting him and he's wearing like a, a, a mustache that is very, uh, reminiscent of major monogram. Um, he tells him about the mission until the actual monogram shows up and he says something about how he made his mustache through like his clippings, like his hair clippings, which is very weird. That's yucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what your mustache is made of, no, mine is uh, mm-hmm. firmly attached to my face because it's growing out of it. No, uh, that's what his future eyelashes are going to be made out of, though. Mustache clippings. Do you ever, like, clip the mustache or, like, trim it? Or, like... Um, like, he, this isn't uh, the best for a non-visual podcast, but, like, this area, so, like, the yeah. part that would grow down to my chin and be is, like. To- Flappy. I don't know how to describe it otherwise. Like it, like flappy. It like can like you have like parts that like are easy to pull and like mm-hmm. maneuver as opposed to like, yeah. Yeah, I I um 
this for length i don't i don't really trim it for length i just trim like parts of it that that would grow into different areas yeah and that was your uh, mustache maintenance uh minute with no uh, triple m mm yes um, so Barry goes off to his mission. Um, Doof is in a blimp. Uh, that's also, I guess, also doubles as a greenhouse. Um, and he's planting, watering his plants when uh, Perry uh, infiltrates the blimp. Uh, but he ends up in a in like fertilizer, which is kind of gross. But mm -hmm. uh, and Doof tells him his plan, which is basically to make plants evil and help his, them take over the Triforce area. So, what do we think about this plan? I. <laughs> Like when, whenever he trapped Perry in the in the fertilizer, and he said, "You've potting soiled yourself." <laughs> yeah, that was that. Good. That made me laugh a lot. Yeah. So uh, once Stu finishes, uh, I guess preparing the plants, uh, he uh, hits them with like some sort of like smoke or something like that, and uh, the plants end up coming to life and turn evil. Uh, but then, very little shop. Yes. But they also end up attacking him alongside Perry. So I guess that didn't end up working out well. Still sounds like little shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little shop. Little shop. Bop, shoe, bop. They need to do um some like doo-wop in Phineas and Ferb. Have they ever done that? Um probably. Let me pull it. All right, so uh, Perry's able to uh, jump off the blimp uh, and while Doof is still being like basically galvanized by the evil plants. Um, and, but then Perry shows up a few minutes later with the chainsaw and starts mm -hmm. cutting off the plants to free Doof. And that's how the balloons get um, from the A plot get popped and Atlantis sinks back down to the bottom. Um, and yeah, we don't really get much of a conclusion on this, aside from that. Just that Perry saves Doof, and that's about it. It was a post-credit scene, right? Post-credit? I didn't see it. Okay, I think it was like a... I don't remember it, honestly, but that was like... The, the post-credit scene was based on the plants, I believe, right? Will? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I actually stopped watching during the post-credit scene today. I don't know why. Oh... We are bad podcasters. My bad. I'll take on it. I'll take it. Uh, anyways, but I don't think there was resolution anyways in the post credit scene. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah. And that's basically it. What do we think about this? I felt like it was very, uh, compared to other Doof and Perry plots, it was kind of whatever. Oh, no, I, I remember. I remember the post credit scene now. Uh, it was, uh, uh, Irving was talking about uh, taking the pictures in his mind and he was like, oh, my thumb was on the lens the whole time. Oh, yes. Yes, now I remember. Um, I thought there was a plant scene, but maybe I'm not. Maybe yeah, I'm I think not. I think there was too. I, I, the, the Irving one was the important one I was trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I enjoyed these episodes. I guess we'll get more into it in the feedback, but do we have any final thoughts? It was all right. It was okay. Yeah. We'll go to a musical break. Atlanta's 
Submerge City, you enchant us. Oh, Poseidon, please grant us entry to the city of Atlantis. Atlantis is a city at the bottom of the sea. It's soggier now than it used to be. Cause it used to be above, now it's down below. It's a water like a city of Atlantis. Every room and every house has an oceanic view. If you shoo away a whale or a manatee or two, there is not a better way to pleasure you to go than the water like the city of Atlantis. Well, the forecast says the humidity is high. It's not your kind of place if you want to stay dry. But you can always have tea with a C and M and E. In the water market city of Atlantis. In the water market city. 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 And everything is so pretty. In the water market city of Atlantis. And we are back. There we are. Here we are, back. It's ranking time. It's feedback time. First uh, feedback question, the the tease from earlier. Uh, both, both feedback questions today are from Giovanni. Uh, the first one was about Atlantis Square Pantis on uh, how this episode compares to that. Uh, so he says, to compare this to another Atlantis episode, um, he says the Phineas and Ferb episode is better than SpongeBob Atlantis Square Pantis. Um, David Bowie was in Atlantis Square Pantis. He seems upset that David Bowie did not sing in Atlantis Square Pantis. Um, and that uh, Atlantis Square Pantis ripped off Willy Wonka. Uh, but I remember, I remember really enjoying Atlantis Square Pantis when it came out. I do as well. For me, it's a clear win for SpongeBob. Like, I don't know, like, I was also like Phineas and was a later childhood show. SpongeBob mm-hmm. like just like has probably more weight in my heart. Like if I'm being completely transparent, I love Phineas and Ferb, but I think I have more love for SpongeBob if I'm being completely transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also the Atlanta Square Pantus was a special on yeah, it was an event. SpongeBob. Where here it was just like yeah, just another episode. Episode two nineteen B. Yeah. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I, I liked Atlanta Square Pantus a lot. Yes, as did I. Uh, the other uh, uh, feedback question we got from Giovanni, and this is maybe more for Felipe, uh, which Phineas and Ferb character would do the best on Total Drama? Mm, I mean, y'all can go first. I have an answer that jumps out immediately. I feel like... I know we said she wouldn't do good on Survivor, but I think Candace is is suited for Total Drama. I think so how, too. How messy that show is. She reminds me of Courtney. She does. <laughs> y'all, I don't know if y'all listen. Do you want? Do you mind a podcast spoiler? Go ahead. Sure. Courtney is like Courtney and Angelina are very similar. <laughs> I can see that. I can we, see we that. Compa- I think my our best comparisons were Gwen is Courtney Yates, mm-hmm. and uh, Courtney is Angelina. Yeah, I can see that. I think we had one other good one. Maybe Bridget as Stephanie LaGrosa, but that mm. I don't know. I don't know if that's as strong as the other two. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Uh no, my my answer is Isabella. She's a camper. She's a campfire yeah. girl. Yeah, that's true. I f- I forget how much of that show is like emphasizing that it's summer camp. Yeah. <laughs> now, I also think Stacy is like pretty like she'll make it far. Um Ferb has DJ upside where like he'll like mm-hmm. quietly like skate to like deep. Oh, I guess we're spoiling total drama here. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think 
I want Perry and Dufez, the chef and Chris. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. Oh, Chris McClain. Chris McClain has gotten on my nerves, y'all. <laughs> um, so let's who's see. Okay. No, yeah, go ahead. No, I was about to say, who's a who's the more zanier host, Jeff Probst or Chris McClain? Chris McClain. Chris McClain has like mild Joe Rogan energy. Where, I, well, I don't know like Yikes. much about Joe Rogan's hosting on Fear Factor, or like Chris McClain has like. The entitlement of TJ Lavin that I feel like Jeff Rose mm. really have on air. Mm-hmm. How do you think Chris McClain do would do if he was the executive producer of Total Drama? I mean, I think he kind of is. He is. Okay. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a while. I just yeah, that, remember really liking Redonkulous Race. Yeah, that's one that I still haven't seen. So, uh, but that's like uh, Chef Hatchet mm-hmm. deserves so much love for the shit he mm-hmm. puts up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, segment-wise, uh, how do we feel about these uh, innators? Do we think the the anti-love innator, does that impress his professor? No, because it didn't work. They fell in love. Yeah. It did, it did do the opposite of what it was supposed to do. Uh, what about the, uh, the plant business? No, because I didn't like it. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Doofenshmirtz, uh, especially in the first episode, I really liked his plot, but I don't think either of his things uh, would impress his professor. Yeah. Uh, better, better or worse than reading is is reverse engineering better or worse than reading? No. Worse. Yeah. Worse I than agree. reading. I think it is. It, it's similar to reading in some way. It, it's 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 uh, like uh, they're both. It can be like doing homework. It's reverse engineering kind of feels puzzles like homework. Reverse engineer, like you're reverse engineering the picture. Kind of. I like puzzles. I like mm-hmm. Legos. No, but no, I would rather read than like do whatever the fuck they were doing. What about uh, Atlantis? I think I would definitely read over going to Atlantis. I would want to go to Atlantis, but I also told you I'm a water boy. Mm-hmm. Um, we would read. We already established that she would read about Atlantis. But not go to Atlantis. Yes. And and song wise, are these are these making the playlist? What do it do? Does that make the playlist? Truthfully, I don't really remember what do it do that well. And I watched this episode an hour ago. But if y'all convince me, I can be convinced. Okay. I, I remember I, the lyrics were fun. I think it goes in some playlist. I think it's a fun one. Yeah. I did love the mo- the pizza spinner thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Navi, do you think it goes in the playlist? Um, yeah, I think it can go on like a, a playlist, maybe like one where you're just like, you know, just doing chores around the house. Like, it's just a nice, you mm, know, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. What about uh, the Atlanta song? What what kind of playlist does that go in? I think it goes in. I enjoyed it. Like, in a waterlogged city, of it all, blah, blah. like I was singing it before we got here. Like it's catchy. Uh, like maybe like can't get out of your head songs. I think it goes in the same kind of road trip playlist where uh, you would put on like musical theater stuff for like an hour because you've run out of other things to listen to. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let me share my screen now and let's get into the rankings. So first up, we have uh, our tier list in which we put every episode into one of five tiers. 
Uh, the five tiers from top to bottom are Queen of Mars, Yummy, 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 OK, Satellite Fell to Earth, and Busted. Uh, so let's start with, with uh, the first episode here. What do it do? What, uh, what tier do we put this in? Felipe, where do you have this? Or Navi, where do you have this? Um, I have this one in OK. OK. It was a perfectly serviceable episode. Wasn't totally wowed by it. I think it had the potential to be a good episode just by concept, but I think the execution was kind of flubbed, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, I, y'all, I think I'm going to put it in Satellites Fell to Earth. Really? Man, I, I just think I would have to add an extra row to this column. Okay. For whatever reason, like, I really tried with this episode. I think there's a lot of fun stuff there. But I watched it twice, and I was kind of, like, forgetting the episode when I was even recapping it. I was like, this episode did not stick with me besides the Linda Duke things. Like, mm-hmm. I will not remember this episode in three weeks. Wow. Especially by title alone. So, like, I enjoyed the episode. It's not a busted episode. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. But it's like one of those like it does like I feel like I'll remember Backyard Aquarium more than I remember this episode by title. Wow, wow, that's I hot. Say, I will say it does uh, sort of set up that whole like Doof and Linda dated thing, which is yes. like the mythos, which is why I have it in okay. If it didn't have that, it would be in Satellite Filter. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, let's hear Will because I'm probably thinking he's putting in a yummy, yummy, yummy. If I have to get yeah, it. he's the highest out of the three. I'm definitely, I was for a while literally considering putting this as a Queen of Mars episode just because of all of the like subtlety of like, oh, they're in Zanzibar or they're, yeah, they're in Tanzania, which Zanzibar is there, Kilimanjaro is there, the band is named, like so much subtle stuff. Um, the, the, I love the traps on the plane. Um, I love the song, uh, but I, I think I will. I think I will move it to yummy, yummy, yummy. Um, but I th- this was close for me to being a top tier episode. Yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it and I love to, all of the background to it. And I love to be all transparent, of the subtle things that make the episode good. I was like teetering on OK until I filter Earth and I just ended up being just like looking at some of the other ones that I have in um, OK. I'm like, OK, I don't think it's as mm-hmm. strong as those. Whatever. you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna commit to it this is this is <laughs> going top tier for me yeah oh I'll, I'll i put just it realized there. i only have two episodes in the top tier i mean because i, I i'm I'm, no, I'm looking at the other i'm looking at the other episodes i have in yummy 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 mm-hmm. uh which are like interview with a platypus elementary my dear stacy thaddeus and thor to plane to plane uh and and a lot of these are like i remember this episode and think it's more iconic than the other ones that I have in Yummy Yummy Yummy. So I'm I'm gonna put it as a top tier episode. I forgot how you put Bubble Boys up there. Uh yeah no I I'm very happy with my top tiers, but I could never see myself putting it there that high. But you do you boo. Uh okay what about the second half uh Atlantis how do we how do we feel about Atlantis? Who wants to start? Colin from the wall. Okay. I will put it in okay, slash the inception. Okay. Uh, I think it's like very solid episode. Like it was fun. Uh, like the Doofish Hurt stuff was like dragging it down from yummy, yummy, yummy to me. But mm-hmm. 
um yeah it was like a solid episode like i think it's a b episode as opposed to yummy yummy which is a solid a and then uh uh what's the top one queen of mars is like s mm-hmm. slash a plus do you think teachers are ever going to start like doing you get an s instead of an a plus uh well like when i was when i was a kid uh like like kindergarten before you have like the a through f grading scale it was like uh there was satisfactory there was needs improvement yeah there was uh, uh maybe 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 exceptional was exceptional yeah. that's what it was yeah esn and then I, something worse than needs improvement i don't know subtle flex that i don't know what grade comes below needs improvement <laughs> <laughs> navi where do you have atlantis i also have it in okay i can see myself moving it up if I had more time to marinate on it. Um, but for now, it goes into the okay tier. It, this isn't even like the best like Atlantis episode I've seen mm-hmm. um, or Atlantis type media that I've seen. So it kind of falls flat in that aspect as well. In my opinion, not falls flat, but it wasn't as, uh, you know, as, um, I don't know, as epic or as, um, mm-hmm. as like, you know, atmospheric. I don't know how to explain it. It just yeah. didn't feel as big as it should have. Yeah, I, I agree. I also have Atlantis in the okay tier. I think the song really helped it out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really even remember the Doofenshmirtz plot at all, even though we just talked about it. Uh, other than the, the potting soil joke. Um, yeah, yeah this, is, this is okay for me. It was, it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. I liked Irving. Yeah. Uh, Irving, like, definitely hope we see more of him soon, but Jack McRae mm-hmm. is probably an expensive get at this time. Uh, I think I think um, was this at the height of Thirty Rock? Maybe I I feel like we've see we see Irving quite a bit. Let me okay. let me uh, I've I've still got my page open here. Let's, was Jack McBrayer and Drake and Josh ever? I don't think so. One of the nerdy guys reminds me of him, Eric, and what's his name? Uh, Irving's name is at the top of the summary there. Um, like Control in the F, first yeah. Control F. Irving Du Bois. Um, so we see Irving appearances. Oh, we see a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, he's in quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so if this bar will move out of the way on the top here, I can go. Where's Perry? Okay. So who won the episodes? I'm gonna I'm gonna start off uh the the uh this section the same way i started off this podcast and that's defending lawrence mm-hmm. i'm giving lawrence a point for his his big uh presentation uh and making the cool ass bird feeder uh, i'm giving lawrence my point for what do it do i unless navi has hers ready i can go um i'm gonna give it to candace I felt really bad for Candace in this episode. Like her mom was experiencing the same things that she usually experiences. And then like saying, no, Candace, you're still like not thinking like your thing is not important. My thing is important. And mm-hmm. I don't believe you. And I just felt really bad for her. And like, she didn't really do anything wrong in this episode. Like I know mm-hmm. we had been kind of like in a Candace is like doing the most for the worst reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this was like a really solid episode for Candace. And I really can't think of who else I'd give it to. Mm-hmm. Not I thought about have. giving it to Linda because of like Linda or Duke because of the backstory, but I'm like, Linda uh-huh. was too annoying afterwards. Mm-hmm. Watch Navi give it to Zanzibar. 
No, no. I'm, I I had a hard time figuring out who to give a point to for this episode. Um, so I'm going to give it to the one person or uh, entity, I guess, that ended up finding love. So the oh. anti-machine gets my point. <laughs> but which one? Uh, both. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Yes. I've got I've got to update the 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 spreadsheet. But yes. Uh Felipe, who do you have for the, the second episode? I'm giving it to Irving. He made me laugh with the with the imaginary camera, um, with the thumb in this in front of it. Uh, I don't know. I just I love Irving. Um so yep, Irving gets my point. Navi, how about you? Um, I'm also giving it to Irving. I thought he was really funny this episode. I think he was the best part of the episode, in my humble opinion. So, uh, yeah, he gets my point. Irving has five points. With the yeah, point. I, I also thought about Irving, um, but I ended up deciding on Candace. I gave it to Candace uh, because she won the she won the Sandcastle contest. How does Irving um, have five? Oh, because we'll give it in the clip test countdown. Yeah, I gave him one in the clip cast countdown. Uh, both Navi and I gave him one in the hide and seek episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna give this one to Candace uh, for uh, winning the sandcastle contest. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, overall, Doofenshmirtz still widely in the lead with 14 points. Uh, Candace leapfrogged Stacy in this. In Candace passed Stacy. Candace has seven. Uh, Stacy has six. Uh, Ferb, Perry, Isabella, and Irving are tied with five. Carl and Vanessa with four. Planty, the potted plant, with three. How do you think Planty uh, would have done dealing with the other plants? Loads with two and one. Do what? How do you think Planty would have done dealing with his uh, brethren? Well, I, th- I think he also would have defeated Doofenshmirtz like he normally does. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that uh, it for the episode? Are we, are I believe we, so. Are we plugging? Plug away. William. Uh, yeah, so you can find me anywhere on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all major social media at Davis, comma, Will. Uh, Felipe just gave that in ASL if for those who are on the video with us. Um, I was tweeting a lot about basketball yesterday. Yeah, your um, professor was doing some dunks. The, 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 the school that I go to is in the national championship game. By the time this podcast comes out, we will know whether or not we won it. Uh, but we, we defeated our biggest rival in the semifinals. Uh, it was very fun, very satisfying. Um, but uh, I, I think most of my tweets are about Survivor these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, yesterday was basketball. Um, what about EATB? It's uh coming back sometime soon. We all got a lot going on. Yeah, Uh, I'm excited for the Ampies, but I think yeah, yeah. No, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. We're we're just uh working on on working on things behind the scenes on the slap herd around the world. Um, what else? Uh, 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 pop culture wise, uh, Bridgerton season two is out. Um, Will said, hello. Is there uh, a senior season one? I'm only a couple episodes into it. It is it is pretty steamy. <laughs> I've never seen Bridgerton. Me neither. So. I just know you, it's like the sex you, show. You gotta get on that. Uh because the people in the show sure are. <laughs> um yeah. Go watch Bridgerton. It's it's a good one. Will watch. sang Go Be Horny. That's, yeah, that's what, you yeah. said that. 
No, nah, that's what Bridgerton is. Anyways. Um, Navi, what about you? What do you have going on these days? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Cause I'm Navi. If I'm doing anything aside from this podcast, that's probably the best way to find that out. Um, as for my pop culture plug, um, I did get an Apple TV Plus subscription trial thingy. Um, so I've been watching, I watched the after party. It was all right, but my favorite part of that show is, is the song, song is the uh the one song uh x marks the g-spot that's a bop <laughs> like it, it unironically slaps i'm telling you oh like, have you listened to, to the joke, other ben really good. i have some of the ben schwartz stuff in my in some of my playlists like uh the three mm-hmm. dots from stardom uh the yeah sure whatever and then what's the other one that did? two shots you only get yeah. one shot twice twice yeah um, I will say I I it took me a while to get into it, but by the time we got to the the Alana Glazer episode, I think that's when I started getting hooked on it. Yeah, the Ben Schwartz episode was my favorite. I've only seen four. I need to finish the show, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, any any other plugs from you, Navi, or not? Nah? uh no except that uh the station manager who's my boss's wife is also very big into Bridgerton, so she's been telling me all about it. So. Ooh. Yeah, shout out to the station managers at Navi's job. Um, in terms of me, you can follow me on social media at What the Fleep, like we talked about Total Drama. Uh, we are focused on the We Want to Be Famous podcast. My friend Autumn and I are going through a Total Drama Island rewatch currently. Where well, The plan is to at least do through Total Drama Action and World Tour as well with potential contract negotiations to come in the future. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see how they do. Uh, also, uh, if you have missed it uh brazilian dragon podcast recently we put out a how i met your father season one recap with caitlin glacken and then ajj and i did a marvel the year in marvel since we last talked about marvel where navi was there popped up and was like what am i doing here and left and that was one of my favorite moments of the last year in podcasting um but yeah so we talked about just to quickly list them off loki black widow shang chi uh what if eternals hawkeye and spider-man we lost the plot by the time we got to hawkeye and spider-man because you know the three of us we love shenanigans uh just like us here on the what you doing podcast um speaking of j and aj they are up to episode nine as the current recording time uh they will have podcasts about episode 10 episode eight should be in your feeds right now of pretty little liars on the dragon baby's feed and two can't keep a secret and stay tuned for episode nine because you're truly yours truly watch the first episode He's ever seen a Pretty Little Liars. Plus, the Gravity Bros podcast has officially launched uh, on the Dragon Babies as well, recapping Gravity Falls. Uh, and then, in terms of upcoming projects in the Brazilian Dragon, uh, for the next two weeks, it's probably just going to be We Want to Be Famous because episode 100 is coming up, and I still don't know what to do. So, Ooh. we have a couple episodes left until episode 100, and I'm really excited about it. Um, follow me on social media to keep up with me at What the Fleep and Brazil Dragon Pod for the podcast stuff. In terms of pop culture plugs, uh, last night I went to the This Is Us Paley Fest. Um, I got an admit screening of the episode that will air on Tuesday. So by the time this episode's out, you'll all have the opportunity to see it. Plus, the cast was so fun, really phenomenal. It was powerful to hear about their journeys, how like a lot of them got over their own life traumas uh, through playing their characters, specifically Chrissy Metz. Um, and that show is an emotional roller coaster. I will never trust a crock pot because of it, but... I definitely encourage you all to check out This Is Us as we approach the final season. Plus, Promised Land on Hulu is officially wrapped. Will, have you finished it? Uh, not yet. I was going to watch that today. Okay. 
Perfect. Yes. Um, and then also another show I worked on, Julia, is on HBO Max. But if I had to pick one that I wanted you to all check out, it's Promised Land. There you um, go. If you want my honesty. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say. Are we doing hashtag upgrade love? Hashtag upgrade lovers. Next week, we have Picture This and Nerdy Dancing. Yes. Uh, neither episode I remember. Maybe I'll remember when I watch, but yeah, I don't think I remember um, anything off the top of my head. Um, yeah. So until next time. Corndog, corndog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. What you're doing today I know, you know What you're doing Isabella Buford Phineas and Ferb Candace gonna bust you if you